Welcome back to Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. My name is Brownie, thanks for checking us out. 18 episodes in and thought it would be a good time to dedicate an episode to all the best upcoming heavy metal, hardcore, pop punk and rock bands we have here in Australia and throughout the world. Coming up later on, we're going to have a chat with Lizzie from The Beautiful Monument. They're currently on tour here in Australia with Tonight Alive and they put out a fantastic genre-crossing album earlier on this year that needs to be heard. We'll also take a look at Melbourne's Drown This City and find out why the band are taking the rest of 2017 off and check out new music along the way for Butcher Babies and Paris. But let's officially kick it off with some old school Paramore on Wall of Sound up against the wall. a wall of sound up against the wall.
From their latest album, All We Know of Heaven, All We Need of Hell, that's Paris, a wall of sound up against the wall. And we are dedicating this episode to some of the best upcoming and established female-fronted bands from right here in Australia and across the world too. And it's hard to believe that it's been four years since Chrissy Amphlett from The Divinals passed away. She would have celebrated her 57th birthday on October 25 this year if she hadn't passed away in 2013 from breast cancer. However, in her passing, she left behind a plethora of songs from her career within the Divinals, including the song I Touch Myself, which has now become an unofficial anthem for women to get themselves checked for breast cancer. She inspired so many musicians, not only here in Australia, but across the world, to start bands and make something of themselves. So we want to dedicate this section to her right now. This is Boys in Town, the Divinals, on Wall of Sound, up against the wall. Up against the wall with Brownie.
Give a shout out to Wall of Sound writer Dylan Tomasi for passing on this band. Red Handed Denial is their name. That song there is called Trespasser and it's from their 2016 EP Wanderer. As you heard, the song had a progressive rock, hardcore, slipknot feel to it. If you like what you hear, go track them down on Facebook and Bandcamp. Hey, it's Lizzie from The Beautiful Monument and you're listening to Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall. Very stoked to have these ladies on again. They're currently on tour with Tonight Alive and they have done some big things in 2017. First discovered them at Big Sound and I've become an instant fan, so I want to get them out there for you. It's Lizzie Blanco from The Beautiful Monument. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Pronunciation right on par? <laughs> Blanco. Yeah, you got it. All right, let's have a chat about the year so far for The Beautiful Monument. I mean, you put the album out earlier on this year and just from there, you've just been popping up here, there and everywhere, getting in everyone's peripherals. How's it been for you guys? Oh, God, dude, it's been really rad, like super busy, super pumped. It's just been all around sort of like good vibes, like stressful at times, but generally good vibes, which is, I guess it outweighs the stress. That shows that we care, I guess, if we're stressing out about things. And um, in previous years, I mean, because you've only had the EP out before this one, does it seem like you're finally at that point in your careers where you can make a living out of music? You can start touring and go jump on all these tours around the country, that kind of thing. I wish. Like, honestly, I'd love to quit my job because I hate it. But I don't think we're at that point yet where we can just up and leave. But if anything ever sort of, like, came our way, we'd be stupid not to take the opportunity. Probably just go work in St Kilda for, like, 10 minutes. Well, for someone from Brisbane who doesn't get down to Melbourne that much, obviously it's the music and cultural capital of Australia. Like, are you guys picking up gigs left, right and centre down there, that kind of thing? We do get a lot of offers still, but um, we tend to not take a lot on just because we don't want to really overplay our market, you know? Um, Like last year, the shows were endless. Like we were constantly playing in Melbourne, but then we just felt like we were becoming sort of like stage 20 clinger. Like, you know, every other weekend you'd be like, oh, beautiful monument are on again. So we've sort of like backed off from playing shows constantly, which is like great for us because we just get more and more excited every time we get a show now you know because it doesn't become like oh we're playing this place again or we're playing like you know an hour away again like it's exciting 
You know what yeah. I mean? Because after a while, it's sort of like, if you're playing the same sort of area, you kind of get over it. You want to spread your wings and go see what the rest of the country has to offer, that kind of thing. I do. Like, this is the first time we've actually been to Wollongong as well, which is like rad, you know? Like last year when we did our first tour, it was the first time we'd gone to a lot of these places. You know, I'd never been to Sydney before. I'd never been to Canberra or Newcastle. And it was really like rad actually being able to explore places as opposed to, you know, like staying at home. And look, these uh, interstate fans, I guess you could say, how are they receiving you compared to the local market? It's actually amazing. Like, we've had so many people, like, come up to us and buy, you know, our merch and just, you know, give us praise and just love what we do, which is fucking rad, you know? Like, a lot of people have come up to us and been like, before tonight, I'd never, like, heard of you guys, and I'm so impressed, and you guys are really, really great, and that's just really heartwarming. You know, we've gone through so much shit to get to where we are today, so having people, like, come up and appreciate what we do is just genuinely like a really beautiful thing and like asking for photos and shit like it's just it's been really really cool like it's just you know it sort of reminds you of like why you're doing this because you know we've had people that have said or like that have come up to us that have heard the record and have said you know this song in particular really really speaks to me and then they've asked me you know if it's okay to talk about you know what we were feeling or why we wrote a particular song and it's just been really nice when you know people like i can really relate like this song has really helped me because i've been through a similar you know sort of like heartbreak for example and shit and they're just i know it's, it's nice because our music can relate to people which is really really rad and the good thing is now these people who you know unfortunately are going through the similar things that you were when you wrote it finally get to hear these songs live and in person and you know go give you the respect that you deserve because you've written something that touched them in that way it's cool like i think this is the first time like when i was like looking at the crowd it was really like weird seeing but not we i don't even know how to explain it like it wasn't weird it was heartwarming and weird and just all these things at once like looking out into the crowd and seeing people i'd never seen before and seeing them seeing our tracks back to us and like you know people were saying you know they heard us on triple j or you know they'd heard us from a friend shit like that and it was just really really cool to like see people singing our lyrics like it was so strange but like cool strange you're becoming a legit musician now funny how the world works that way hey we're gonna get on a song right now so those listening can get to know you a little bit better i'm gonna play War, I have to say, one of the greatest songs from the album. So uh, we'll get this on and talk about that album next. Cool.
the beautiful Monuments album I'm The Sin which they released earlier on this year. The song is called War. Lizzie is the front woman and she joins us right now. Where did the inspiration behind War come from? Um, so War was pretty much, it was from a lot of like shit that I'd been watching on like YouTube, you know, like all the like child slavery stuff and like working in childcare myself. Like I was just, you know, sort of in the mind frame of like, holy fuck, like I know all these children, like I couldn't imagine them in this situation like that. Yeah. So I kind of just started writing about it because I think it's a pretty fucked up thing that still happens, unfortunately. And I feel like, you know, no one really speaks about it. And so I decided to write about it because it's not really something that's, I guess, yeah, it is quite touchy. It's um, it's a really sad thing. And, you know, like everyone always thinks about heartbreak and different kinds of war, but I don't think someone has like specifically pinpointed mm. the whole, you know, sending children out to fight their battles. Like they're only children, like let them live their life. They're so little, you know? Exactly, like, yeah. Like giving 10-year-old a gun, like it's fucked. They shouldn't even be playing like games with guns, I feel like. Like violence is not the answer. You were saying it is a touchy subject. It is a very touchy subject. But with that said, like, I'm pretty sure a lot of people who have the same kind of stance would agree that they're glad you wrote something like that. I, for one, like you're saying, I don't think I've ever come across any other band who's written something like that. But when it comes to, you know, writing songs, what's on limits? What's off limits for you to open your heart and talk about? Um, I don't really limit myself to anything, you know, like it's essentially, you know, songs are kind of like a diary. So I wouldn't say something that I didn't believe in. If that makes sense. I feel like there's no real like limits to music because if you're feeling it, you know, someone out there might feel the exact same way that you do. And like, even if it is just one person, at least, you know, you've spoken for them or like said something that they wouldn't have been able to say themselves, but yeah. they can still relate to it. Yeah, exactly. Like you're giving them the voice that they don't have to get the message across to others who might not know that this is going on, that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And talking about the diversity on On The Scene, there's so many different songs on there. Like, there's rock, there's pop. Give us a rundown of, like, some of the the themes that are on this album for those who want to listen through it and go, right, that's what that song means, or that's where that came from. 
Oh god. Um, okay, so pretty much when we went into the studio, we were sort of like, okay, what direction do we want to go in? And we just had so many ideas and so many like, you know, different avenues that we kind of wanted to take that we were like, fuck it, let's just do a bit of everything, let's see how it works out. And surprisingly enough, you know, like mixing all these genres sort of became like a genre to us in itself. So like, you know, we we love the diverse. We love that we have those sort of more like pop songs and the rock and like the heavier songs and like the sad boy shit. I don't know, it's kind of like an emotional roller coaster, I guess. That would be like the right sort of way to put it. Like, I don't know, I guess our album is like a person. You don't just have one feeling all the time. You know, sometimes you do feel sad, sometimes you feel pissed off, and sometimes you just want to fucking party. And look, it is a great person as well too. I want to get on another song from the album, but let's pick something from your perspective. What's the song that you were proud to write that you put out there and you're glad is on the album? Oh my God. Um, well, I'd probably have to say that my favorite song personally, like that just means a lot to me is Ashes. Um, I wrote that song a year or two ago and it was just about, you know, someone very, very close to me who had lost someone and he turned to drugs and alcohol abuse. And, you know, it got to the point where that was sort of taking over his life. And he, he had children or he has children. And it was like at that point where you're like, they were more worried about their intake of drugs and alcohol than looking after their children. I needed to write that down and it just, yeah, it hits real close to home and that's definitely my favourite song on the record when it comes to like something that I've written that's just super feelsy. Alright, well we're going to get that on right now. Feel the feels, a wall of sound up against the wall.
beautiful monuments album i'm the sin that's called ashes on wall of sound up against the wall if you haven't discovered that album yet go get it it is a fantastic release from a great australian band from melbourne lizzie from the band joins us now 2017 being a big year you went to big sound you toured with tonight alive uh next year looking even bigger with unify but what's coming after that Oh my god, I'm so excited! Anytime someone mentions it, I get really giddy. Um, so after Unify, we're hoping to, well, we're not hoping to, we're hitting the studio again. So that should be super exciting. Get some more stuff out for everybody. And then after that, I don't know, we're sort of just winging it. We're going to kind of see how we go after Unify, um, if anything else pops up. But at the moment, it's just Unify and then hitting the studio again. All right, now for yourself, for an avid fan of Unify who goes every year, what are you looking forward to this year? Playing is obviously going to be a big thing for yourself, but for you, are you stoked to go see, you know, the Parkway show? Oh, God. Beer Pong with, like, a billion bands would be gnarly. I'm so excited to see Nocturne Loose. Like, I can't even... Because we had no idea about who was playing until it got announced. So as soon as I saw Nocturne Loose was on the lineup, I lost my shit. Absolutely lost it. So I'm really, really excited to see Nocturne Loose and then hang out with the boys from Polaris and Bellhaven. Well, we're envious if we don't get the chance to get down there. Hopefully we can pull a few strings. If not, we'll just hide in your luggage, if that's all right. <laughs> sure, why not? Excellent. I wanted to wrap this up with a sort of pay it forward kind of thing. Like the beautiful monument is out there right now for Australian fans to see. You're getting tours, you're getting on Unify, which is great. But what's a band from Australia that you reckon we should check out who you reckon could be the next big thing? I reckon Falsifer. They're a band from Adelaide. They're fucking awesome. I've seen them every time they've come to Melbourne because they're really worth a watch. Steph is an amazing front woman and get on it. It's brutal as fuck and you just wouldn't expect. I don't know. When I saw Steph, I just did not expect her to. I'm speechless. All right. Nothing else to say except getting on one of their songs. Which one in particular? Ah, Straight Faced. Fucking banger. All right. We're getting that on right now. Lizzie from the Beautiful Monument. Thank you so much for the chat and best of luck in the future thank you
This is Karina Utomo from High Tension and this is Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. They're working on some new material which they're releasing next year and we can't wait. High tension on wall of sound up against the wall. As we head to the heavier side of music right now, I want to focus your attention on Once Human. The band was started by former Machine Head and Soulfly guitarist Logan Matter and features our very own Sydney cider Lauren Hart on vocals. If you like a bit of brutalness in your life, make sure you go check them out when they tour Australia this March. But checking out their song Gravity right now, this is Once Human on Wall of Sound up against the wall.
Wall of Sound up against the wall.
Alex from Drown This City, and you're listening to Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall.
around this city, we are not dead on Wall of Sound up against the wall. And that's pretty much the statement the band issued on Facebook last week when they announced their bass player and founding member, Michael Ferrello, would no longer be part of the band. They've also announced they're taking the rest of 2017 off to regroup, get themselves together and come back bigger and stronger in 2018. We wish you guys all the very best and can't wait to see them get back on their feet. But that's it for this week. Thanks for checking out Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall. Don't forget to give us a like, share this around, subscribe to it. And if you're on social media too, come check us out. You can find us at Wall of Sound AU across the board, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Very happy to say on the next episode, we're going to sit down with Jenna McDougall from Tonight Alive. They've got a brand new album coming out next year and they're also part of the upcoming Silverchair Spawn Again tribute album. We'll also find out how the band are coping as a four-piece following the departure of Wakayo recently. But to get you ready for it, we'll get this on from the band's last album, Limitless. This is How Does It Feel on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. My name is Brownie, I'll catch you next week.